The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. We are off again chasing down leads and gathering clues. In this episode, the plan has been arranged for our party to meet up with the elements of the Atlanta region of the outfit. As Jamie gets prepared, the rest of the party works behind the scenes. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com on iTunes, Facebook, Google+, Bing, Stitcher Radio, all over the place, including YooHoo, right? Um, we are back here in The Shed, continuing our, Dresden, continuing our Dresden Files Accelerated game. We're going to go around the table and say hi, and we'll start with... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Mora, Mora the same. On the Dresden Files Accelerated, Mora, I never really said, is a monster hunter. For I was those who ask you, care. there you go. What, what's her, um, gosh, high aspect? Is that what it's called here? I can't high remember. High concept. High, high concept. concept. Yes. Determined hunter. Hunting is the family business. There you go. And she can also MacGyver the shit out of anybody. There you go. Yes. <laughs> JJ here. I'm playing Cletus Fitzhammer. Uh, high, uh, High concept of third eye addict, police or wizards, and I am sucking on Ricola cough chops like they're going out of style. <laughs> no sponsorship, nice. just they're good. But they're not. They're still way in style. <laughs> and uh, after that cough, this is Kurt. I'm playing Jamie Anderson. His high concept is a wealthy woodsman. Uh, he's from a an old Greenville, an upstate family that everyone would know by name. Anderson's. This is Chris. I'm playing Father Victor Bartok, the uh, tribulational saint. Nice. I forgot uh, he's that. the yeah. Knight of the Cross and White Court Virgin. And a priest. And a priest. <laughs> and I am Joe. I am the game master for this Dresden Files Accelerated role playing game campaign that we are on. Um, as we get back into this, we're going to have a little recap of our last episode to get us started, as we are usually doing. And um, we have named Mickey to do this one, and as usually happens, Mickey has objected ostensibly, but will still do some piece of this recap. Right, Mickey? Yeah, sure. No problem. What you got? So when we last last left the party... (laughs) Meanwhile, back at the Halls of Justice. They were doing kind of a round circle, trying to plan the meeting with Frank, between Kurt's character and Frank. Before that, though... Uh, Johnny Slick. Who, Who let her do the recap? Oh. Yeah, that's right. Johnny Slick. Because Frank's, <laughs> Frank's the guy in Greenville. Yeah. See, this is why I don't do the recaps. The Atlanta guy. Yeah. However, during the last episode, we learned a bit more about Bruce. We connected some, some dots there. There was a reverse Google search. We have an image that was sent to the FBI, and we have some feelers out both with the White Council and the Vatican to get more information on him. We also exploited... The Woodman's connections with a loft and set up a meeting with Johnny Slick, yeah. Johnny Slick at the Weston. We conspired to have Kurt meet with Kurt's character, meet with him individually. Meanwhile, a couple of us may do some reconnaissance at his hotel room to get more information about him and maybe plant a bug or two. Didn't oh, talk about that, but it could happen. I like that idea. We also determined that. In Atlanta, the outfit in Atlanta may have some connections. It's still circumstantial at this time, but may have connections to the supernatural. And there is definitely coming, something is coming for Greenville. There, everything is. Everything is yes. coming for Greenville. So we do, we opened, we explored that, that path a bit on what exactly is going on with the gateway. And we may delve further into that into this, in this episode. That's How did I do, guys? Plan. That's not bad at all. I got a thumbs up from Kurt. The rest of the group yeah. is less enthusiastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm staring at myself, and I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Sorry. I, I, I was... I, You're I'm, fired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is just what happens. All right. So we are, we are at that point where the last thing we talked about was the, um, the, the kids with magic rashes. Or was it the rash of magic kids? <laughs> rash of Whatever magic. it was. There were kids and rashes. And um, that it was happening way more often in the upstate area. Uh, one of the reasons why Cletus has spent some time in this area as a, um, a school resource officer dealing with kids, trying to keep an eye on what's going on. And from what Mora had found, it seemed like every monster <coughs> hunter person in the network 
knows about somebody who is interested in Greenville at this time, um, specifically Greenville area, Greer. And something has definitely happened in the area that has attracted the attention of anything interested in the supernatural. And we're getting ready for this meeting with um, Jamie and Johnny Slick. It's going to be at 718 p.m. 718 p. of the M. Exactly. Yes. So one of the first things Jamie does is make sure he's synced his watch up with the uh, Greenwich Standard Mean. Greenwich <laughs> mean Standard you got the atomic watch going. Exactly. Yes. Which I would have a pretty expensive watch. So I'd be Yeah. Sure. Just make sure you grab one that has been wound before you leave the house in the morning. Well, I got right? a question. I got a question, though. Is it like from the Doctor Strange thing where like they're all like rotating in a drawer? I, I, mean, I haven't seen that, but it sounds good. <gasps> there I'm a little are, behind on my Marvel. Well, you've probably books. seen automatic watch winders. And it's kind of like there's 20 of them in a drawer and they're all being turned. Well, that's when the watches are kinetic. Yeah. yeah. All second yeah. powered. But anyway, yeah. yeah. So, I'm sure uh, you've got one of them. Right. You've got at least <laughs> one that has the right time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we, we can yeah, establish that. Even a that. broken watch is right twice a day. As long as it's broken at 718. So, oh, so Jamie has, uh, has already made arrangements for you guys to have a key so you can search the room easily. Okay. Uh, I don't think that'll be a big deal. So I want to do that first. Let's presume that Johnny's going to meet you there, which means that he's going to have to be out of the hotel already. Once you, once um, Father Bartok and Mora see that the room has been vacated, tell me what you do. So wheel the little room service cart up to the door, knock on it. Housekeeping. Nobody <laughs> answers. Yeah, make sure nobody's in there. Yeah. Use our key You are correct. Enter. Nobody answers. Enter, uh, split up. I'll take the bedroom, searching through drawers. You mm-hmm. take maybe, there's probably, he's getting in a suite, so yeah, there's multiple suite. rooms. Do you want to plan anything? Or we not? do want to plan. I'd like to plant some bugs. Okay. So do you guys want, you want to search the room first? Absolutely. So let's do this as a teamwork thing. So one of you two is going to roll and tell me the approach you use. And um, then you will get a plus one because there's an ally helping. So you guys figure out what approach you want and who wants to roll. Victor, you're probably and sneakier than I am. Yeah, it'll still be... F- oh, my. Yeah. What are we doing? Flare? Well, for me, it'd be focused because I'm trying to concentrate on looking for stuff. But yeah, I've got a number already that I've shared. And let's see if you what we Mine would probably be focused as well. Because I can't use force. Yeah, that's, that's normally my thing. That's a normally mine. <laughs> my first reaction. <laughs> You'd hit it and then hit it harder. Yeah. Well, yeah. it depends on if the, the spot that you end up with is a locked drawer. Then that might work. Then yeah. force would right. work and kick right. the shit out of it. Yeah. Okay. So, focus. She's looking for... I like, I like how the solution to a locked drawer is kick the shit out of it. How else do you open <laughs> it? Lock pick it. You wouldn't just pull it till it opened? You would just keep kicking it until it opened? Until you kick the face That's pretty off. pretty damn oh. cool, I mean, actually. The idea is to make it look like nobody was in here, though, for planting bugs. So. Yeah. Well, you can put it back on after. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not, sure buff I'm not <laughs> kicking drawers yet. Like, I haven't found anything. Okay. So tell me, tell me what, you're, what you're using and, and how it works out. Or how your roll works out once you have it. Am I rolling? You yeah. Oh, I'm rolling. Okay. I wasn't sure if I was wrong. You got it. Chris has his dice sitting on the pluses already. I want them to know what they're supposed to do. Exactly. You train them. That's right. Yeah, I put them on the negatives. That way they don't want to be there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I've heard so many things. Like Some people say that they set it like the 20-sided die. They set the one at the top because that way the 20 is at the bottom. And when when gravity has held it that way for a while, it makes that side of the die heavier or something. So when they roll it, it I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? (laughs) Hey, it's the same thing as wearing your game day t-shirt. And I am today. I'm actually wearing my shirt of gaming. So (laughs) here we are. All right. And unlike unlike our favorite players, our dice will never kneel. Oh. Oh. (laughs) And away we go. (laughs) (laughs) Two pluses. So it's a four. A four? Well, that's that's a tie. Um, it would be a oh wait, five. I, that's just, yeah five. So uh, that, then you, then you win. Uh, <laughs> like winning. So we're going to take this as and and this is one thing we we keep forgetting to miss. Normally I'm looking at the action after the fact, but from our quick reference sheet again from page two fifty four, and actions are page one oh four of the book. You you want to be picking your action and your approach before you make the roll. So in Oops. this case we're either creating an advantage, attacking, defending, or overcoming. Um, so to me, this creating is either an creating an advantage or overcoming. So if you look at it as there's no information, you're trying to overcome that 
yeah. that there is no information, but um, we'll treat it as create an advantage, and you succeeded. So you're creating or discovering an aspect, and you get a free invoke on it, which means you can use it right away if you like. So what you find here is, um, let's see, try to make sure I, oh gosh, I forgot to type his name, didn't I? Yeah, I forgot to type the name he was checked in. Uh, Phil Summers? Oh, Phil Summers. Phil Summers, okay. Phil um, Summers. You see Related that, to Buffy. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, that there is a, a wallet there with full information for Philip Summers. So it is all good credentials. There's even a social security card in there for Philip Summers. So it's got, they have and, a good ID all, guy. Which it's all real looking stuff, exactly. Makes sense for a criminal syndicate. Right. Um, so Does he have a business card? What, who is Philip Summers? Like, that's a good he? point. Philip yeah. Summers, real estate agent. Okay. Um, for, for Summers Realty. Just make it easy, yeah. Um, I, gotta, I, I still had to type Philip Summers. Hold on. Um, While the GM is yep. typing, Mora got this crazy flash and was like, you know what? We've got a wizard on board. We need some biological material. Uh-huh. So yeah, she's going to go to the bathroom and get yeah. uh, so a couple is there any, hairs. Is there any food up here? Because Victor's going <laughs> to. Victor's hungry. Yeah. Well, hungry. Yeah, You're going to raid the mini bar? hungry. Oh, yeah. Yep. I need to get some meat. Um, so as far as that goes, when you look around for, for specific things like hairs or DNA, it appears he knows the gig. He knows. Yeah, he, he's, there's nothing laying around. Another piece of the puzzle. This guy definitely Get the black knows. light on the bed. And so here's, here's what I want to give you as an aspect. Um, for him, he's crafty. Okay, so Johnny Slick, Philip Summers, is crafty. He knows how to handle himself. Uh, it's because you succeeded that you found this ID. Otherwise, you wouldn't know. Uh, and that's something that you can now, you can immediately invoke that aspect of, so this guy is crafty, therefore blank, or you hold on to it. But th- because of your success, you get a free invoked on, uh, invoke on it now, if you like. So we could try to search, you know, known hiding spots of the crafty people kind of thing. Known hiding spots of crap. Yeah, in between the, you know, between the mattress, mattress, you know, behind okay. any painting. Behind the paintings. There's a safe in here, maybe one of the closets or something. Underneath the um, the drawers. Yeah, taped anything. I like this, this the safe idea. Things taped down. Um, all right, a free invoke means, well, gosh, free invoke, I think you get plus two on something, right? Somebody help me out here. We haven't done this in a little while. Uh, when you invoke, invoke an aspect, I want to say you can use a plus two. Oh, I have this. That does sound correct. Um, yeah, so spend a fate point to get a plus two or a re-roll. Or a re-roll, yeah. So in this case, um, We're getting a freebie. there's no fate point. It's a freebie. So I'm going to give you a plus two on another search because of the way you've described it. You're going to look for something else. So I'll give you a plus two on another search that I am also going to roll here for. And you guys decide how you're going to handle the second search, because it sounds like it could even be focused this time. Um, I don't well, know what, what you used last time. Yeah, it was focused last time. Right. We're, you, know, you want to roll or you want me to go? I'll roll. Somebody. Now, is it just, is it just the straight plus two, or do we get the teamwork effort? Uh, plus you're still one? doing the same thing. You're, so, you're so participating together. Right, right a plus um, three then. Yeah. So we've invoked the af- aspect of crafty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you know this we're, guy's we're trying to use that against him. We're using yeah. that against him to yeah. find the secret hiding places. Yeah. So the, therefore, the I'm vents, using whatever. focus yeah. is my approach. Got Am it. I doing it right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, I did not because I got minus three. Oh, my gosh. So it's whatever your focus is, is what we get. Two. So I got okay. negative one. <laughs> well, no, we got a, we're at a plus three. So, so we're at two. <laughs> You're at two. Yeah. Yeah, I had three. a two. Right. Kurt, I showed Kurt earlier. I had a right. two. Yeah, plus three. Yeah, but minus three. Right? I got minus three. I rolled yeah. three minuses. So take, she okay. took out our bonus. So it's five minus three. three. Yeah. So you got two. Two. Yeah. two. Okay. Which, in this case, as a tie out. for creating an advantage, is you get a boost if at creating a new aspect, which you're not, or treat as a success if looking for an existing one. You find a secret compartment in the wallet that has a lock of hair in it. Bonus. Yes. You don't know whose it is. Right, it's yeah. yellow. And we, oh. oh, man. And we can't take all of it because he'll know. Let's take part of it. Yeah, let's take some of it. This could be a red herring secret, or a yellow herring for that secret matter. Secret compartment in the wallet? In the wallet, yes. Like super cleverly hidden because he's crafty and all. It's one of those magic wallets, remember? Mm. 
Yes. <laughs> you yes, flip it. Exactly. Um, it, that, yes. Craftiness. Yeah, we will take some of that and put it back exactly how it was. Yes. Okay. And leave maybe a bug by the phone. No, that's too obvious. Too obvious? Where do you want to leave the bugs? Well, that's it's not going to use a phone. He's going to use a cell phone. That's where you leave the fake one. Oh. Leave a fake nah, bug. He's probably no, already found it. No. He's probably already, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you guys want to try and, and bug the room in some way, tell me how you're going to do it. You this is going to be another roll to find out if he, if he finds it later. And yeah, the drapes. To, uh, yeah, a couple. Of, like, is there, how's this room set up? So he's got a bedroom area, maybe an yeah. office area or something. Yeah. yeah, do you want to leave a couple? Then if there's like a balcony he goes out to, I'd leave one out there. Yep. Yeah. Does, the, does the aloft have balconies? Do we know? I don't know. We'll try and stay realistic. If Kurt knows, then yes, it does. Yeah. Oh, would the individual rooms have balconies? Yeah. Um, I don't know the answer to that, to be honest. It at least has an outside window with a nice view. Mm-hmm. So he drapes. would go up to the window, and there might be a, a reading chair at the window or yeah. something. Yeah. That works. In the drapes. Yeah, at the top or something. In the Mini bar? Yeah. Maybe. Safe. Definitely bedroom area, and then like by the office. Oh, ooh, as a freebie, all the whiskey is missing from the minibar. And it goes in there too often. Okay. So you know there's all the, the nip bottles? Yeah. The one row is empty. Yeah. Let's not do that. Yeah. This is a whiskey guy. And this is, we can write this, write yeah, this down for good future know, use. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys have two successes. I'll throw a freebie in there. He likes his whiskey. Yeah. Maybe send a text to Kurt so he can have the whiskey ready. Whiskey. Whiskey makes him frisky. <laughs> That's a text yeah. you get. Whiskey makes him frisky. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Couple of, like wink wink emoticon emoji. <laughs> wink wink emoji. Whiskey makes whiskey. Nudge nudge, know what I mean? Yeah. That's uh all right. That probably that's probably the only good thing we're gonna get out of here in this room. We don't want to be in here too long. Just as a side note, Kurt, would you happen to know what kind of whiskey bottles would be in a hotel room there? In a minibar at a loft? Yeah. yeah. I'm just curious. I mean I would think that they would have, you know, one bourbon, one Irish whiskey, one scotch. Let's go with the Irish end, whiskey so. then. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, they'd have Jameson's. There you go. That's what was missing. That aisle of Jameson's I, is missing. Irish, jo- Johnny Slick's drinking Irish whiskey, huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> now, before we leave, we would obviously look to make sure that we didn't turn over any, like, booby traps that he may have left, like coins on the doorknob to make sure that nobody that came really in. That really would have been nice to know before you'd done it. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Didn't think Boy, that. Boy, it might be something we could reset up there for like <laughs> right. if, you know, a piece of tape or a piece of hair was pasted <laughs> against the door and you, broken. You, you know, can put like the that. string with the cans on it yeah. back on the wall. Sure. We'll try to um, cover we'll try our that. tracks. Sure, yeah. So at this point, there was nothing. There was no obvious trap or no obvious um, I need to know if someone broke into my room thing. Right. Well, he's expecting, I'm, I'm sure he's expecting cleaning people. Exactly. He would be expe- expecting housekeeping. For that matter, his bed was slept in. It hadn't been redone. There wasn't a turnover. And there wasn't a like do that. not disturb sign on the door, right? <coughs> there was not. No. Okay. okay. trying to think if there's a reason he would have done that. No, I think is my, my answer from the NPC yeah. perspective. So, yeah, it's, there's really nothing to cover except what you've touched you would put back in yes. place. Yeah. And wipe any prints. All right, so that's happening, and we're going to say, like I was saying earlier, as soon as they know the room is vacant, they're going in there. So they would get this information before 718. What information <coughs> are you sharing with Cletus and Jamie before 718 hits? Well, he got his, a text okay. about whiskey. Is it really whiskey makes whiskey him frisky? Whiskey makes him frisky. Yeah. Great. Do you want any clarification of that? <laughs> Just as a curious character perspective right. thing. What kind? <laughs> All the Jamesons been drunk. In both respects, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Sorry, do I know, can you tell me which whiskey he likes? Yeah. Yeah, we'll say all the Jamesons. Oh, all the Jamesons got Gotcha. All right, so. So the Weston has a very, uh, I'm meeting the Weston, has a very small bar. It has a nice big lobby, but it had the bar has like four seats at it. Okay. So I would actually get there at like 710, okay. chat up bartender. And at have him at like seven sixteen put down two Jamesons with a single uh, single cube of ice in each of them, and a little small glass of water on the side of each. Oh, nice, classy, wealthy behavior. Actually, I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't do that. I would have, yeah. I would have him like I'd pick a special one like the sherry cask aged Jamesons or something okay. much more expensive, and say, hey, I think you'll like this. Okay. Got it. 
<laughs> Anything with Cletus? Cletus is as going to be uh, no, lounging actually, as nonchalantly as possible in the lobby. Would you guys have already shared with Cletus that you found hair? I definitely want to let him know we have it. Okay. Well, how? Though? I don't have a text. I can't text. Exactly. That's, but, but that's why I was saying everything happened before the designated time. So I'm giving you guys a chance to make whatever communication or meeting moments before. The hair is not going to help. Okay. Not in this instance. Okay, then we'll go right to it. At um, at seven eighteen, uh, at seven seventeen and forty five seconds, um, after the bartender has everything set up the way you've asked, he walks into the back, um, and a guy comes back out dressed the same way, but it's not the same guy. Um, and he says, "At least you're prompt. What do you want?" So he comes dressed out as the bartender. Yeah. And he's behind the bar. Yeah. So I'm sitting in front of the bar. He's behind the bar. Yeah. Not weird at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's so weird. <laughs> um, Nothing is ever as it seems. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it wasn't the bartender. It's a different person. No, it's a different person. Okay. He's dressed as a bartender. Now, this guy, I'll just let you know, this guy is, um, he's probably about 40 years old, slick. Slicked back black hair with a streak of gray on one side. Don't which side doesn't matter. But he has a streak of gray silver on one side, um, and he looks completely average. Other than he almost has a skunk head, right? A little skunk right. mark on the side. But he's a completely average guy. You wouldn't have known he wasn't a bartender if he didn't address you in the way that he just did. Gotcha. It's like a shift change at seven eighteen, which is normal shift time, right? Whatever. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, so um, I. Uh, but he does pick up the glass that you had poured for him, and he starts to sip at it. Right. And so I would say, um, I'd say first, uh, I hope I hope you like this. It's on me. Uh, I know you're busy, and I don't want to waste your time. Um, I wouldn't presume to uh, expect that you know who I am, but please rest assured that my family uh, has has the best interests of Greenville and the Upstate at heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that. Uh, there are things happening here where we both uh, may benefit from working with each other. So to it, it looks like his whole point of being where he is is to not to draw attention. So he's talking to you like a bartender to a client. Right. You know, he grabs a rag, wipes a little bit of the bar, right. you know, another glass, washes it out, whatever. So just trying to keep a casual conversation, not draw attention. And, um, uh, yeah, he, he tells you, well, it's Anderson, so we know that. But what problem do you have that I could have? Well, uh, Aren't you a rich kid? And you're, you're like the same age as him, I think, so he's just right, being right, a prick. Right. There's, a, uh, there's a big baseball fan in town here. He's a, he's a real heavy hitter. Yeah. And uh, yeah. things are getting a bit out of control. Mm-hmm. And uh, I understand that you may be interested in him as well. And uh, there may be ways that we can help each other. Yeah, he's... Uh, He's starting to uh, put too many people on his bench, as it were. And um, I think we're going to need to uh, have a franchise merge or something. But what does this have to do with you? Well, it's, uh, it's not just people he's putting on his bench. There's a lot, oh. of, a lot of strange, mysterious things happening here in town. And uh, you've got a lot of muscle. We've got a lot of concerns. I'd like to know... Uh, that's a no pretty cool statement about right it. there. Yeah. Um, how are you involved in this? It's kind of mystified as to why Jamie Anderson is asking him these questions. If it, I'm trying to make it yeah. clear from his reaction. We've been here since the beginning. We, it's like uh, you're here with a Wonder Woman right. shirt on or something. What does that mean? <laughs> We've been here since the beginning. This is, uh, this is our home, and things are changing here very, very quickly uh, in a way that I might not like. But um, it's my understanding that um, this slugger has nothing to do with you types. You rich types. He doesn't, but I understand that uh, the folks you work for may have an increased interest in our town as well, and I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. Look, buddy, I know what's in it for me. What's in it for you? Why would you be proposing this to me? Okay, so at this point, I don't know if there's kind of an insider, but I, I intimated to the fact that there was something supernatural or something mm-hmm. not human happening here. I didn't get a he's reaction. He's specifically from ignoring him. that. Okay. Sorry, I, uh, to make that clear, he's specifically yeah. ignoring anything outside of 
you know of a, a, a problem, and he's just trying to figure out why is it a problem for you, and why are you involved? He's, lo- he's trying to get you to say more stuff. Right, right, right. Right. Because you know enough about him, he doesn't know enough about you yet. Right. So, so this, it's up this, to you right. and how much more you want to share. Right. So, Mr. Summers, I'll be frank. There are a number of people in a number of parties who are interested in what's happening here in the upstate right now. And those people are converging and forces may be in conflict. And I see lots of bad things on the horizon. The more of us that can play on the same page together, the better. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a card. You have somebody who has more of a vested interest in this. Give me a call and we'll look over some properties together. And he puts down a card that says Philip Summers, real estate agent, owner, Summers Realty. And it has a phone number on it. So he's looking for investors is that, or well, developers? He, he wants somebody who's more, who has more skin in the game than you. Because okay. you haven't been affected by the underworld, really. Right. So why do you want to change a guard? Seems suspicious to him. Right. I think at this point, I would actually just thank him for his time. Buy him, okay. buy him another drink. You know, uh, throw down yeah. 60 bucks on the bar and, uh, <laughs> he, and, and take the card. He takes the 60 bucks and walks back and the other bartender comes back out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I've got his card. Slick, I've got know. his contact info. Yeah. I need to talk to my, talk to my group. So let's crossfade to that. The four of you get together after this. Um, you all have some fresh information. What do you want to? What conclusions do you want to draw from this new information? Or jump to, for that matter. You don't need to draw them. You could jump straight to them. I didn't mention Bruce specifically, yeah. and because I wasn't sure that I wanted to do that. No, but I liked the um, the slugger stuff the baseball reference so he could talk in the same lingo without actually having to say anything bad that's one of the only reasons he kind of opened up to you that you use the right wording if you said anything about you know Moreland or louie or frank or you know underworld or anything he wouldn't uh, Right. I mean, you the trick here no- is you're probably a narc. The trick here is this is the enemy of the enemy is our f- yeah. is or the friend of my enemy is my friend or whatever. Yeah. Enemy of my enemy up. is my friend. But on the other hand, I really don't want Atlanta underworld coming into the upstate in a permanent way. So I'm not actually sure what the play is. But we've at least got a contact yeah. now. A friend it. of my enemy is my second cousin's former roommate. <laughs> Gay lover. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, everyone should be a happy lover. (laughs) Um, You need to find out whose hair this is. Some DNA testing? Cue the DNA test. Something. uh, Is that what you want to do with it? Either that or you could track it. Hey, I have this hair. As long as whoever's hair it is hasn't cut their hair, I can find where the other end attaches. Oh, it has roots. Oh, it has roots. Of course it does. This hair has been pulled from a scalp. Then it's no good. Why not? It's got no, DNA. It should, it should be good. That's it the, no, be that's the bottom find of the scalp. it. In our world, it is good. Okay. <laughs> not, I'm not sure. There has to be some kind yeah. of connection. If it's been pulled out by the roots, it's been removed. It's no longer connected to the... It is now. It is now. <laughs> yeah. Let's make it work, James. Make it work. You have the best hair sample possible. Okay. Tim Gunn. However we want to make it work. Yeah. It is the best hair sample possible. So yeah, I mean, and, would it, it, this, and it has to be because it was this, so cleverly this seems hidden. Like it's yeah. almost yes. you know uh, too easy, but I will perform the ritual and see if I can't find the. Oh, no. um, and 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 the two who found it are free to um, to dispute the fact that it was easy because it was not easy to find. It was not easy to find. There you go. <laughs> Do you know what we had to go through? I had to touch the dude's underwear. <laughs> Do you want to touch a mobster's underwear? Wait, these are pubes? Why did we find hair in his underwear? <laughs> he took it out of his underwear and stuck it in his wallet in the secret compartment. Ew. All right. Um, so what I'll do is, um, excuse me, I'll pull out a compass okay. and uh, change its cardinal north to, um, to, a, to tone, tone in on the, um, the hair. So we're doing a ritual. Yes. So you're determining your spell's effect in terms of stunts and conditions to determine prepped, uh, prep difficulty and costs. Correct. So the um, cost so the is effect, going to be Well, the, the effect is you want a compass to point in the direction of whoever's hair this is. Yes. Okay. The, ori- the originator of the hair. Okay. 
Now, I was not going to give distance, but right. we should be able to at least okay. find out they're within Greenville. Okay. And um, let's see. So there are going to be costs, but you need to do a preparation action to determine who chooses how you must pay the costs. And this will be, for me, it will be against um, the person's stuff, which my number is this many's. The number is... Um, So I got I got a target number for you, and we shall see what happens. So the the compass is actually uh, it's from the eighteen hundreds from a. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mickey's like, where's this going? <laughs> Where this is going is how much more painful it's going to be when it's destroyed. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So it, it it's a, it's it's an old naval compass um from the USS Ironside. Okay. Um and not that that really pertains to anything it just it has historical value. It has value in and of itself. Okay. Um and I pull it from one of my um uh safe houses. And this is the second safe house you guys have now seen. Okay. So, so we're on a road trip right now, then. Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Are we driving around and travelers rest? We're going to travel ahead of Jeep, right? Uh, no, I have the uh, the pedo van. <laughs> oh, all right. so we're we're around. We're driving around in the mystery machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Scooby yeah. snacks. And it's, it's in the the safe house is up in the travelers rest. And um, wow, so you guys have plenty of time to chat too. So feel free to talk about anything that's going on. So what do you think of slick? Well. <clears throat> I want to know what you mean, like what you guys think when he wants to talk to someone who's got more skin in the game, and who that would be. Probably um, somebody who's involved in the underworld. I mean, to put it from from Joe's perspective as the game master, um, you don't have any involvement in the underworld. So, what would it matter to you if Atlanta took over Greenville? But you're saying he wants to talk to Louis or someone in Louis. Oh, he wants to talk to somebody. If, if you're you're somehow connected to this, but it's like you're an outsider. You're Fringe. He wants to. If you really have interest here, show him. Oh, he wants me to link him up with someone in with whatever with whatever contact you have. He's trying to get more info from you. Mm. You're fringe. He wants trim. <laughs> he, wants tri- he wants to get some trim. That was from Forty Eight Hours, wasn't it? <laughs> some trim. So the the old the old timey compass. Yeah. Um. And. I'll be honest, like, I don't get the cost thing yet. Well, that's the thing. You don't know what the cost is well, until you actually even, even it. like, you know, preparing the spell. Like, I yeah. still, I still don't understand, like, so say what's when Say acceptable. when this comes off, okay, the, the spell goes off, it works. And say um, the role you have ends up as a fail and I get to choose the costs. Okay. There are things I could do, like um, say you're driving around in the mystery machine with the compass. It's going to break down. Okay, you know your your van breaks down, or as you turn a corner, the compass goes crazy or something. There will be a cost associated with it. If you roll well, you get to pick those costs. As long as I think there's still something that's worth paying, then we move on from there. But there will always be a cost. Who okay. determines what the cost is? Is um, from your role. How good your role is allows the, the, the cost to be defined by you rather than me. Or so, name the effect. It's going to target the person where the hair originates. Okay. Describe the effect. It's going to, the closer we get to it, the more rigid the needle is. So, the further away from the target, mm-hmm. the needle will be somewhat lazy, kind of okay. you know, floating around, but still in okay. a general direction. And the more close, the, the closer we get, the more rigid the needle becomes. Okay. Um, rigid. <laughs> Somebody had to. Was that? <laughs> I said someone had to. Mickey's life. going rigid. What, what rigid? Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so okay. I'm going to use focus. Yep. So um, let's go with that. And roll. And I have shared my number already. Okay. Roll those beautiful And dice. so I have assistance from people for this ritual? 
It's hard um, trying to think what I don't would know be how they would help with that. What teamwork could they offer? Except for moral support. Right. You can do it! I mean, you can normally, do it! But that's yes. normally with an action. Teamwork is with an action. In this case, you are performing your ritual. So unless the ritual magic says something about getting help, I yeah, would say Yeah, it says helpers. Um, miscellaneous concerns on page 175. Okay, go for it. Uh, helpers. Other characters may aid the caster of a ritual in two okay. ways. Either providing a teamwork bonus, a plus one, to go. the preparation role, or volunteering to absorb one or more costs. <laughs> okay, guys, how do you want to handle it? If anyone wants to help, you can give them a plus one. But teamwork um, says one or two allies can help. So one or two people can help. Um, and I would say if costs come up, then you'll be paying costs, like we did with the aspects earlier and Bruce and the reverse search thing. So you guys pick how you want to do that. Who, who, whose character is ready to participate in a hairy ritual with Cletus? Is there anything you can invoke from the, uh, the huntsman, basically? I mean, you're from hunting a prey with a... I can help you a, uh, because we're under the... Sorry, keep going. Presuming it's the same prey, the I could the, you know, the bring in my pursuit. Mm-hmm. So are you going to assume it's the same prey? Well, that's the premise we're going with, right? It's blonde hair. We're thinking maybe it's Bruce's hair. Because why else, you know? It might be Diana. It could be Three somebody else. Although, how long no. is his hair? Because we got the whole hair. How yeah. long was it short? Uh, it, I don't know. Three inches? That's long, right? I mean, that's super <laughs> long. Three inches is huge. 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 Right, so. Especially when yeah, he's a grower and a shower. I have stuff that helps physically, like, quote, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I can do that. I pray to God, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah you want to use my doesn't pers- always listen to me. Yeah. My pers- but you're a tracker. Which, which one? <laughs> you can invoke that. You are that. a hunter. You you're are a tracker. Yeah. Sure, it's, I mean, if that helps. It's a plus ritual. one. All right. But think of how you, you have would to do think that. About these yeah. yeah, but I don't like, know that I would want to inv- take a cost to help. I mean, I don't know. Uh, sure, I'll help. And, and, and is Jamie actually ready to jump on board with some magic ritual? Because that's literally what this yeah. is. Or do you still think it's a whole bunch of hocus pocus? You've seen some stuff. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I believe in magic. I mean, I've, I've seen someone hung around with a roll king. I mean, right? that shit's crazy. That dude parties like a rock star <laughs> magic time. <laughs> Yeah, sure, I'll help. So it sounds like you got a plus two. Okay. Plus whatever you got. Whatever you got is. So net zero on the dice. Yeah. So a seven. Seven. Oh, you get, you get a plus two for the ritual. Thing. Correct. All right. So you got plus four, plus three. I had a four. So you're um, successing with style. Oh, yeah. So here's the deal. Each person nice. that participated will have some cost, but you get to pick them. Individually, you can pick. And right. it could be minor. Um, like, for example, cost, and I'm just giving you some things that I might think of. For a cost, um, you might be drained from this for a while. You get a negative one to roll. Yeah, I've, I've, I've done two pretty powerful yeah. rituals back yeah. to back. Yeah. So I'm throwing these things out there that if you like the idea, you can take it. Um, and if yeah, you no more rituals for me for the rest of the week. You're out of gas. No yeah. rituals for you. Okay. Now, for those who participated, what do you think? What, would, what, what could be your price? I'm supposed to make it up for them? No, no, anyone can. Because oh. the, the point is that I'm not going to. Right. Because you succeeded with style, players choose the cost. So, and all I we have, have to do is agree So, this to is it. a lasting condition. This is a tracking spell that is a lasting condition, mm-hmm. which requires three costs. Okay. And I was going with three anyway. Because okay. I had. Two people. That wasn't the reason I picked three. I picked three because three people participated. But it happens to fit, so that's good. But since you participated, since you um, gave him some teamwork, how did that ritual affect you in a somewhat negative way? Looking at... These pages are wrong. There's actually a reference to choosing costs in the book. Cool. Where do you find it in the... I did a table of search contences. 210, but it keeps sending me to 210, but I don't see it on 210. Uh, how about yeah. I, for some reason, have a like debilitating Charlie horse in my right calf <laughs> so that I couldn't run? So that would, be, that would be a temporary aspect. It would be 
um, you know, Charlie Horse. Yeah. Yes. Temporarily crippled by Charlie Horse. Yeah. <laughs> like some yeah. physical draining of power. Yeah. That you, have, you. you have the Charlie Horse aspect. So when you were thinking about it, maybe from the hunt perspective, uh, uh, as a woodsman, as a hunter, you were thinking I could sprint after something and maybe that, that thought pulled a muscle in your leg right. or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know what would be better? Yeah. It would be a bigger cost. My, yeah, my eyesight is blurry. For it, I would treat it as temporary regardless. The yeah, idea yeah. would be that something I could use against you. Yeah. That, that's what the cost is. For the rest be. of the day, my eyesight is significantly blurred. Okay. That seems reasonable. More trying fun. to trying to see your your, your target or whatever right. it may be. Sure. Eye strain. Mickey for Mora. I don't know. I really can't think of anything. Place an aspect of the don't character want to be a too or bad, right? Right. It, it just needs to be something please. that I can bring up to say, hey, there's something bad about you right now that might affect what's about to happen. That's really what it comes to. So it doesn't have to be to. anything like, oh, the person that owns his hair is aware that somebody's trying to search him. No, it doesn't have to be. Now, if I was picking the cost, maybe, but I'm not. I'm just giving you guys suggestions. Um, You can also just choose to mark a stress box. Yeah. You could do that, too. We've barely done that. Yeah, it it would be okay to to actually stress yourself out a little, technically. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Because I can't really think of anything else that would fit in... With okay, that works. Ooh, how about uh, how about the cost is someone, my ex boyfriend or something, in has heard about the Monsters Network and is now on his way to Greenville, and he and I did not end on good terms. I don't see that as a problem. No, sure. You got an old flame coming in, and he's it's gonna be messy. It might be. Yeah. We'll see how that works out. I don't, I don't mind that. That's okay. <laughs> Right. So Father Bark Talk gets off scot free because the way I see that is your cell phone's probably going to ring it in an inopportune inopportune time. time. Yeah, Mora, where the heck are you? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Frank, why the <laughs> hell do you how to get this number? <laughs> Jerk. Um, so compass. <laughs> uh, it's, I guess from where you are, it's pointing you to the east. Okay. And, and at this time, because of what the ritual is, uh, the direction is all that really matters. You'll be yep. traveling towards the east. So, east from Traveler's Rest. Sure. Um, yeah, when it comes right down to it, the, the target of the spell, regardless of where it is, you're just being led in that direction. So, are I we, we wanting to, to follow this tonight, or do we want to reconvene in the well, that's morning? That's a good point. It's past 10 o'clock. You had your meeting at 718. You made it to a safe house. You've done a ritual. Past 10 o'clock at night. That should last. You figure it probably lasts till noon tomorrow. Maybe longer. But it should be a pretty safe bet that it'll last for half a day. Yeah, it's going to get weaker when yeah. the sun rises. Oh, when the sun rises, it should end the ritual. I say it, it'll can. depend over... I, this is one of those things that I look at it. In the books, they kind of waver on that. Yeah. So if the thing... Like, if your target is in a safe place, then you still have a, a line to yeah, it, right? You do. As long as the compass is also right. in a safe place. Exactly. So, so it's probably going to give you more time than just sun up. But it's there. We're going to say half a day. I'm fine with going after it tonight. Right. We don't have any sense for distance, right? No. Oh, the needle is wavering like you think you're pretty far away. Okay. Because so you had that as part of your thing. I, I, I don't know exactly. I mean, it could be as far as Tennessee. It could be as far as California. California to the east. east. Well, that's really far then. (laughs) Circumnavigate. (laughs) The compass is only going to point in that one direction, regardless. And eventually you'll get there. Didn't say the shortest route, just an actual route. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) He's actually behind you 100 feet to the west, but the compass is pointing east. (laughs) As long as you keep following it, you'll get there. can only point east. 80 days. All, all the way around, sure. Um, so you, you all, all agree that you're going to go that way tonight? You're going to follow yeah. that? Okay. Um, so the most of the night you're traveling towards the east. And I'm going to say because of 
directions and stuff. And I, I know our map up here doesn't really get as far outside of Greenville. But essentially, essentially, wow, I like that word, essentially, yeah. that's the essence of sensuality. Um, you're, you're practically near Charlotte when the needle is rigid. So like the Rock Hill. There's something, it, it, yeah, towards that. Um, and you get to one point, and it's like, so the needle was very specifically pointing to the east, rigid, you know, full there. And then you get to a point where the needle just kind of goes limp and points north again. So you are you probably in the right area. Um, and you're in what is a recently developed uh, neighborhood of like $300,000 houses. Okay. So it's, we'll, a, it's a house farm. Yeah, we'll, 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 drive, we'll drive around the neighborhood farm. and yeah. um, see if we can't pinpoint uh, which house it appears. Okay. While you guys do that, I'm going to jump on my smartphone on Zillow and see if there have been any houses purchased recently in this neighborhood. Okay. It's kind of smart. Mm. Kind of smart. That's not bad. So you already got a replacement uh, one from the one I destroyed yesterday. Well, yeah, I've got kind of like a great plan with my yeah. phone company because I hang out with you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I have the insurance, yeah. the and FedEx then I box shows up. The then next I pay day. for the right. the extra upgrades. She's got a friend at Verizon or AT and T or something that that keeps it under wraps, mm-hmm. and and the insurance company gets lots of money. Um, yeah. So, in that neighborhood, um, from your Zillow search, there are more houses for sale than there are sold. So let's say there are thirty houses in the neighborhood. There's like twenty for sale. Um, five are currently occupied, and um, or another five. Uh, so the other five then are uh, people live there and have moved, but they're not for sale. So something going on there. Um, the houses that are occupied, there are lights on and there are people home. You're there in the middle of the night. And I say lights on and people home as in there's a car in the driveway, a car in the garage, something like that. The kitchen light is on, that kind of thing. Not... It's Porch like lights on probably three in the morning. People aren't walking around, but it, mm-hmm. you, it's clear those places are lived in. Um, 20 houses with signs on the front lawn that they're for sale. Uh, all 20 of them are being sold by Summers Realty. Ah, the plot thickens. So every house that is for sale has a Summers Realty sign in the, in the yard. And those other five houses, according to Zillow, they were sold last year mm-hmm. um, and then sold again early this year, but there's nobody, there's no clear um, presence in them. There's no curtains hanging. They're just call it abandoned. So like they were resold recently in the last six months or so, but nobody is there now. Sounds like we bumped into, um, could potentially be some money laundering for a criminal syndicate to buy and resell those assets. And and just to make it clear, in case there's any question here, you're still in South Carolina. You're not in North Carolina right now. Just want to throw that out there. Just you haven't crossed the border, but okay. okay. I would say you're still officially in the upstate of South Carolina. You're just closer to Charlotte than you are to Greenville. So we're Rock Hill, it's like Fort Mill, Rock Hill. Essentially, Mill, yeah, Rock. yeah. And I didn't pick a specific city. The important there's part was the new, neighborhood itself. There's tons itself. of new neighborhoods yeah. in Fort Mill now. It's yeah, up. the reason I didn't pick something specific is because if I had, I would want to know that there actually is a house farm there. Oh, that Fort all Mellie, this was you can't true, right. go anywhere without it. And if you can think of an actual neighborhood that, that looks decent from a satellite view, we'll use that one. Okay. But in the meantime, the one we're in is houses where, you know, every house is, you know, over 3,000 square feet and big, uh, not necessarily a big yard, but half an acre, maybe a little bit more. And they're all like $300,000 houses. Any one of them that is for sale, being sold by the same company, etc. Yeah. So um, within that, the, uh, the neighborhood itself is, um, it's only one entrance. So there's one entrance, it's like a cul-de-sac and then back out, maybe one other street inside. So it's not, um, there's not, there aren't multiple exits. Okay. And it's gated. But the gate was open. Gotta talk to this HOA. So I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna park the uh, the mystery machine, the the pedo van <laughs> at the clubhouse, okay. and uh, we're gonna walk in because pedo van in this in this neighborhood probably not gonna. <laughs> That's a good call. Ah. So um, instead of clubhouse, let's just say it's like the um, 
what you call it, the, the model home. Yeah. The model home at the front. Because the, this doesn't have a community spot okay. in this neighborhood. But um, there is a model home at the front. And, yeah, you could park there. So, so we'll hoof in. Yeah, go, um, go for it. Is this, you said it's all recent development. This whole neighborhood is recent enough that there isn't a tree more than two or three years old. So uh, is the there any neighborhood. construction materials left over? No. Okay. Everything was built within the last couple of years, and they would clean up immediately okay. because of the type of neighborhood. So we parked, uh, Kurt, the, the uh, van was parked at the model home near the entrance, and you guys are exploring at this point. And um, the, the so, whole place is relatively new. Uh, there probably isn't a house there older than maybe, the model home itself is probably less than four years old, and that would have been one of the first ones built. So do we think that this might be a safe house for Slick? Possibly. Because this is pretty far removed from Atlanta. Well, it's not for slick. I mean, it's falling blonde hair, so I'm assuming it's why, Bruce. Why would he have the blonde hair? Exactly. Uh, one reason to connect it to slick, and I did it deliberately, is they're all for sale from his real estate agent, yeah. agency. Yeah, but he has the blonde hair, so who's the blonde hair owner? Yeah. Is it Bruce or is it somebody else? Well, If it's Bruce, does he know what, who, what Bruce is? And this is just like a, well, just in case I got some hair for whatever reason. So I'm going to do some uh, evocation here, and I'm going to uh, bail myself, um, and then do the, the peeping Tom routine. So you're going to go look in windows? Yeah. Okay. But um, who else? I just want to see if anyone else has a plan. I kind of want to see which house the compass is pointing to. Yeah. Pinpoint it kind of gave out at the neighborhood. Okay. It got you there. Gotcha. Uh... Newer neighborhood, right? Yep. Is it a finished neighborhood or are they still building houses? Old. So it's a finished neighborhood or are they still building houses? All done. Okay. Yeah. All the lawns are full in green and um, any trees that are there are well kept, but nothing over a couple years old. I'm just curious. Um, my trouble on yeah. my character sheet is moder- modernity equals ruin, development mm-hmm. equals unhappiness. You probably wouldn't like this area. I would, yeah, I really hate neighborhoods like this. So I just mentioned yeah. that. I don't know how the trouble comes in in terms of gameplay, if at all. But I, I, just, I, I, I invoke it, yeah. or I compel it. I make you, I make you upset yeah, for, this is for like that reason. the third level of hell for gaming. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like 3 yeah. o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, you guys are there in this, you know, $300,000 neighborhood at 3 in the morning in a pedophile van. Going to peep in the windows. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to take out um, headphones Perfect. and put them in and pretend to be like power walking through the neighborhood and just kind of scope the place out. At three in the morning? Sure. Yeah, why not? Do I, you have I, a reflective vest to wear? Uh, no. Okay. I'm a um, bored housewife. I couldn't sleep. You know, the ambient yeah. kicked out and I'm out for a walk to see if I can get tired. Anybody else? I, mean, I have Cloak of Shadows and I can see perfectly in the dark. So if there's something we need to scope out. I'm going to be able to yeah. see it pretty easily. I think you might be able to do better than I can then. I, I was yeah. going to throw a veil up and use that to keep me quiet. but yeah, I can't really hide or see in the dark. So, uh. Well, then let's start with Jamie. Yeah, I also want, you know, Cloak of Shadows, once per session, I can automatically hide from, hide from non-magical attempts to spot me. So okay. there's not a particular attempt now, but I mean, I think that that would allow me to basically go stealthy now. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking in a window and you see somebody moving, you could... You're hidden, right? And they wouldn't spot you. So that makes sense. All right, let's start with that. So there are five houses that clearly have somebody living there. Um, we'll just go up to the first one. Uh, inside, inside, he did a knock. No, little girl. <laughs> girl Scout cookies. Avon, Land Shark, Sand Shark. Um, we have right inside the front. You go up to the front door and you look in the, the glass on the sides of the front door. You can see right in. And right inside that door is a coat rack. And on the coat rack is um, a jacket that has a Pinkerton security um, badge on the shoulder of the jacket. Hmm. In the first house? In the first house, yeah. And it cuts us, can to cut to the, the quick of all of it, each house has a Pinkerton security jacket somewhere inside that you'll be That's able to. This is definitely say. a just safe to, house. Just to make it quick. <laughs> this right. is where they keep yeah. the goons. Yeah. Um, 
This is where they. Wait, is this where they live? This is where this is where people or something being protected. So I'll go yeah. back. Thirty houses, twenty of which have for sale signs. Five of which are look like they are abandoned. No drapes, no nothing. Um, and then five that clearly have somebody in them. The five that clearly have somebody in them all have some reference to Pinkerton security. A badge sitting on the coffee table inside, a jacket hanging up. Okay, so so like there's consistency there. Now, there, there will be more stuff, but I want to cut to that quick so that we know. I'm wondering, is this where those guards live, or are they guarding people in these houses? That's a good question. Is it like Could cop land or something? Right. Yeah, a bunch yeah, of I mean, it, guys living here. Or, um, so that's just looking in the... The garage, take a peek in the garage. You see they're all average cars, Toyota, Camry, whatever. They're not rich people cars. So it looks like these houses are lived in by people that are below the means of someone who should be living in these houses. So like there's people who are making sixty grand a year living in a $300,000 house. And it looks, by all appearances, each one has one person in it. It's not like next to the Pinkerton jacket is a fur jacket from his wife gotcha. and kids' galoshes on the floor or anything. It looks right. like there's one person in each house. Huh. So each one of the guards has had his personality carved out, gets a house to live in. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a sweet gig? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to know who I am anymore and I get a nice house. Yeah. Huh. Still drive my shitty car, though. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you have a Honda Accord? Should we like set up shop in one of the empty houses? 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 Wow! What the hell? Oh, is that? I think the sound for a second, and we'll be back in just that better? a few seconds. Hey, we're back. There we okay, go. Yeah, should it wasn't we, you this time. Finally, should yeah. we set up shop in one of the empty houses to just kind of scope out the neighborhood? Stakeout squads. Yeah. Yeah. See when yeah. they come back. See or when they come leave back. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Sure. So I'll get rid that of the I'll get rid of the uh, pedo van and well, if you guys break into the house, you can just put it in the garage. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the plan. If that's what you meant by get rid of, yeah, yeah. just do it. Park it in the conceal. garage. Yeah, you could put a veil over it to make it look like a Camry, <laughs> or make it look <laughs> empty. <laughs> yeah, even better. Yeah. yeah. So you guys want to set up shop in one of the houses? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's, okay. Get some sleep too. The village it's of the pretty damned. late. Close to or. Or further away from the occupied houses, you kind of have that option. There are five that are let's call them they're they're in different spots around the neighborhood. I would say something has a good now, vantage point. I want to I want to I do want to check all the for sale houses. Do yep. they have the realtor lock boxes on the outside? Let's say this is a high tech neighborhood and um, they're all computerized door entries. So you probably just need the code. Okay. So I can just kind of go blip and, uh, and screw them all up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, we could explore that. But he rubs probably. his butt on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, uh, he disables um, keyless entries by rubbing his butt on them. Yep. <laughs> At least he's not teabagging. Crapped up the works. Uh, I would think we would want to get a house um, between the five and the entrance, the model home, okay. where we can see them all. Like, okay. With a point like this. And that can happen. So, and I don't know if I'd said it either, but all five of the occupied ones are next to each other. They're not spread apart. Yeah, sure. They're all next to each other. They're in a row on, on the street. So, yeah, so you while this is between. all happening, yeah. Kurt, I need mm-hmm. you to be the overwatch and make sure we're not being observed. <laughs> Take the high ground. <laughs> nice. Make sure that they're not observing us. I love moving overwatch. In. Yeah. I'll just be in the overwatch. <laughs> overwatch, 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 overwatch. <laughs> he made up for it. Thanks, JJ. Um, okay, so we're going to finish this episode with you guys setting up in the house. I'm curious, just as a, um, I don't know, a logistics thing, how do you guys plan on like eating, sleeping overnight? We're going to get some groceries and just fill the fridge well, up right now. This is part groceries. of my point. The more time you spend going in and out, the more you'll be observed. Exactly. I, I well, get an it's idea. still late. We'll grab a bunch of stuff now. And yeah. Let's go to Super Walmart, stack up, Nice. head back. Jimmy's all about the intermittent fasting. He's not going to eat too yeah. much tomorrow. And you know, this group of people wouldn't be out at four in the morning in a Walmart, would they? No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> right. Get right in. <laughs> <laughs> be awesome supplies yeah. so we'll leave it as you guys grab whatever supplies you need quick and before the sun comes up you're ready to take a nap somebody's going to take a watch yeah. keep an eye on what's going on and that's where we will pick up on our next episode yay you know i just realized yeah i have a wife and kids 
Yeah, and? <laughs> What's your point? I, you know. <laughs> you call Sorry, hon, I'm going to do the stakeout. <laughs> You're a school resource officer. I thought you were done with this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a new avenue to explore. There are more costs for Cletus coming up. That's great. I think well, we'll I use the Palisades so neighborhood in Lake Wiley because it's okay. pretty big and there's different kinds of neighbors with different housing plans. Okay. And it's like kind of weird already. Like for, it's, it's it, weird it has already. A, yeah, to me it's like it's like village of the damned weirdness like going nice. over here. So we'll have a village of the underworld damned yeah. as it were. Um, yeah, and we'll wrap up this episode for now. We can all say Bye everyone. Au revoir mes amis. Ooh. How do you say penis in French? The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.